What's up? You're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast covering the intersection of fashion and technology. My name is Amanda Costco. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back. Last week, we took you inside the Los Angeles Fashion Film Festival to learn all about what is a fashion film, how does it differ from regular film, and why does it deserve its own festival. We even touched on the potential for virtual and augmented reality to evolve the fashion content medium into something that is experienced in a whole new way. So this week, we're still talking about digital innovation, but this time we're turning our attention towards a company that's using AI to help tackle the challenge of fit. So what exactly is this challenge of fit? We're going to get into that in a second. But first, if you're new here to the program on the Electric Runway podcast, we talk about how technological innovation is transforming the entire fashion industry from the way we're consuming fashion content to the way our clothes are made, not to mention the way we shop and sell. So if this is up your alley, we'd love for you to subscribe to our show and you can do so on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. We also recently joined the Anchor community, so you can find us there as well. So as consumers, we all know that fit can be a huge problem when it comes to clothing. Clothes fit either too big or too small, we're in between sizes, and all of this is of course further complicated when we shop online. We're always guessing when it comes to size because we don't exactly know our size in that brand and because there's no such thing as universal sizing. And at the same time, even if there were, every body is built different and everybody has different preferences when it comes to fit. So if you're a retailer, the challenge of fit directly impacts your bottom line. Right now, it's estimated that about 30% of online purchases are returned, which for retailers translates into wasted costs and resources. Research also shows that poor or wrong fit is among the top reasons why people return items. So what if retailers knew more about their customers, not just psychographically, as in our likes, dislikes, our shopping behaviors, but physically, as in what our bodies need to look and feel great in clothing all the time. So my guest today is Greg Moore, the CEO of Bodyblock AI, a company that claims to have done more than 500,000 body scans of people from all over the globe. We're going to get into exactly what is a body scan and what that looks like. Um, But what's more interesting than the kind of hardware piece is what his company is doing with that data. And it may just be the future of how we think of fit. It's an exciting episode and it starts right now. So Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So for those who don't know, what is Bodyblock? Yeah, Bodyblock AI is a uh, Fit3D brand that is utilizing the world's largest set of 3D body scan data to solve a lot of the problems in the apparel industry with respect to fit. 
Um, so it's basically putting the human body in a digitized format at the cornerstone of fit for the entire apparel industry. Yeah, it's really interesting because recently I was speaking with uh, Daniel Beauchamp, who's the head of AR and VR for Shopify. And one of the things he said to me was that the holy grail for virtual reality is being able to solve that that problem of getting physical bodies into digital space realistically. And so you're actually going ahead and taking on this challenge. What's wrong with the industry as it is? And how are you looking to change it with this new technology? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really good point. You know, I think that anytime you talk about sort of 3D bodies, people generally look at it as though you want to put a body onto an e-commerce platform, drape clothing on top of it, sort of evaluate fit. But I think that fit is so much bigger than that. Um, and I think that fit, if you can think about it at the very beginning of the entire design process, it starts this entire initiative that just increases customer satisfaction and brand loyalty throughout. But, but moreover, that's kind of on the VR side, but moreover, I think you asked a really important question of, you know, what's wrong with a lot of the industry with respect to fit? And I'll, I'll sort of say an anecdotal story here, but we were sitting in uh, one meeting in particular with a very big uh, brand conglomerate, and we've had this repeated in almost every other meeting that we've been in. And we asked around the room and we said, you know, hey, can you tell me a little bit about the body shape of your target customer, you know, of the customer segment that you actually sell to? And, you know, all the executives in the room looked around and they sort of smiled and they said, we have no clue what the measurements of the, of the people that buy our clothes are. We have no idea what the body shapes are. We can sort of estimate by who shops where, but that's about as good as we get. And so I think that when you look at the industry as a whole, the challenges come that the people building clothes, you know, the, the brands out there that are building clothes for the consumer market have a very poor understanding of the body shape and body measurements of that consumer market. And so even from the design side of clothing, we've already messed up. We've already started creating clothing that doesn't fit the human body, doesn't fit our customer segment, segment base. So I think that in the industry itself, you know, fit being this sort of paramount thing, we're doing ourselves a massive disservice by not focusing on the body shapes and body measurements of our target customer first, not second, but first in the pipe. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really big thing that we're looking to solve with, again, with BodyBlock AI and all the data that we have behind us. I want to get into exactly how it works in just a moment. But first, why does fit matter to consumers, do you think? You know, one of the things that I always look at is if I buy a shirt and it's too small for me, I feel fat. If I buy a shirt and it's too big for me, I feel tiny. And so fit matters to the consumer because it helps us with our confidence. It helps us in how we feel. And if we're buying things, especially online, in a size that we've normally bought before, and it's completely different on our bodies, which happens, we have this sort of emotional uh, reaction to that. And so fit matters to people quite a bit, especially with respect to brand loyalty, especially with respect to switching brands. Like, you know, I, I buy a lot of Banana Republic stuff, but I'd love to buy other, other products from other brands, but I don't know how they're going to fit my body. And so I think that fit matters to the consumer because the, you want to have this really nice experience when you put on clothing. You want it to accentuate what you have as your body. And we don't know that going into the purchase a lot of times, especially through e-commerce. Right. One of the examples that I always give when I talk about fit is I'm a woman with large feet. And the assumption is that as you're 
foot grows to size 9 and 10 and beyond, that your thigh actually gets bigger as well. But for someone like myself, that's not the case. I actually have really tiny thighs. I'm usually like a size small in pants. And I'm always finding that boots or anything that has to go around the thigh, as soon as I get the size that fits for my foot, the thigh is huge. So growing up, I would always have to get custom made boots. So I think there is obviously the opportunity down the line for more custom products. So consumers don't feel like they're necessarily having to fit into somebody else's mold of what different sizes look like. But on the other side, why does fit matter to businesses? You, you know, back to your story, I think one that's really interesting, right, is that we actually have a lot of feet data also. So we've scanned for just almost a million people's feet correlated to the back with their bodies. And there's very little correlation to foot length, width, um, and circumference measurements to anything with the body. So it's, it's kind of a funny thing. It's really hard to predict. You know, the question that you asked is why does fit matter to businesses? And, you know, you can kind of go back to the quantitative sense. I mean, there's some, some pretty high-powered people in the industry that are saying that poor fit is about a $300 billion in just pure losses every single year for brands across the entire apparel industry. I mean, that $300 billion is larger than the gross domestic product of many countries, let alone an industry that's basically clothing our bodies, right? I think fit matters to businesses because without proper fitting garments, without a good fit, without sort of a good sense of your customer segmentation and who you're building for, um, you know, you lose a lot of customer loyalty. You have a lot of customer dissatisfaction. You have this increased rate of returns and you have this horrible sustainability problem where you're throwing away and or burning fabrics like we saw with Burberry and some other brands. And you're sort of creating this environmental issue that is is really tricky, right? You're just, you're sort of adding to the problem because you're not focusing on fit first. Right. You know, and it's interesting because companies go to great lengths to create psychological profiles and consumer profiles for their customer. They want to know all about how they shop, all about how they think, but uh, it hasn't really dawned on them yet that they want to know all about their body. Uh, it seems that only now we're talking about this digitizing the body and, you know, getting it into the internet of things so that retailers can better serve that customers. And so I'd love for you to walk me through what is BodyBlock AI and how does it work? BodyBlock AI is a brand um, from Fit3D and it's built atop of the world's largest, fastest growing and most diverse set of 3D body scans. And those body scans have been captured over the last several years. And they capture also sort of consumer-based information around them with profiling information like your height, your weight, your gender, your ethnicity, where you took scans, all sorts of stuff, right? So there's a tremendous amount of data that BodyBlock AI has at its disposal. And we always knew that this data was going to be very valuable for a multitude of industries, from industrial design to surveys to potential healthcare. But we've really found a home with BodyBlock AI in the apparel space and in the retailing space. So BodyBlock AI at its core is a set of services built around the world's largest set of 3D body scans to help brands be body first. Um, and it's a, it's a concept that we're really, really pushing very hard at BodyBlock AI. The whole notion of that is that if you can put the human body in the cornerstone of the entire apparel process, you have now been able to design better fitting clothing, you can manufacture better clothing, you can inventorize your stores better because you know body shapes around those locations. You can go through sizing surveys and understand which parts of the market that you need to, to work with 
differently in order to better fit those bodies or in order to capture more market share. And then furthermore, you can distribute and sell to the appropriate body. So there's this notion of you know, mass customization, which, which is generally has to do with fit and mass personalization. But the reality is, is that that's a long way off, right? It's a long way off where you're gonna get a product built for you at an affordable rate. And so in the meantime, BodyBlock AI helps you to get the right size to the right customer's body without having to go through all the return process that you focus on the background. So to do that, BodyBlock AI has sort of two base services. One service is called Predict, and that service essentially allows us to take the power and value of body scanning to everybody, even though we may not have scanned their body. And that's up and running on our first, our first set of customer sites right now, like Roan Apparel, right? They're using it and it's creating a tremendous amount of lift for them. It's reducing returns for them and it's doing great things. And the whole notion of it is that you can go onto their page, pick a product, and then you click the little find my fit button. It's just like your fit finder widget. But the difference is, is that as you progress through the five steps that it takes to get to a clothing recommendation, we're actually predicting the measurements of the human body. So it's not necessarily looking at how, you know, somebody on Roan looking at one of their Celian shirts matches to somebody on Nike buying another, like, you know, crew neck shirt. It's looking at a human body and how does that specific human body fit within that size grade for that garment. Um, and so it's a, it's a really powerful spin on fit predictors that are out there right now. The other side of, the, of, of BodyBlock AI is a set of professional services, which I talked about before, but it's basically, it allows us to put our data to work for brands. So if a brand wants to know, hey, is my sizing chart appropriate for the customer segment that I'm going after? We can answer those questions help them create new sizing charts through sizing surveys, even help them grade their pattern blocks to better fit their target customer base. If they wanna know, am I inventorizing these stores correctly to take advantage of the body shapes within this market, we can answer those questions for them as well, right? As opposed to just looking at purchases and returns, maybe the demographic of that market has an entirely different body shape than you're actually, than you're actually inventorizing. We can solve a lot of those problems through BodyBlock AI. I love the way that you're bringing data to the retail industry. How do you actually get scanned? How do you actually get those measurements from people? And I'll just, um, as a kind of side tangent here, say that I've had a couple scans done to myself, one where I walked into a very large room with lots of cameras and had my image captured from you know so many angles and then I was stitched together. But then <laughs> I kind of ended up looking like a Sims character, like the avatar of me. And then I've also had another one where the 3D scanner is on the iPad and there's some challenges with that there in terms of accuracy, I know. So how do you actually capture this data and how do you know that it's accurate? Yeah, it's a really good question. So as I told you, BodyBlock AI is a Fit3D brand. Um, and in 2012 or 2013, we started Fit3D. And the whole purpose of that was to deploy scanners throughout the world to capture massive amounts of 3D body scan data um, and with that data measurements. And so Fit3D, when we, when we were starting the company, we built, you know, I think it was four different body scanners. You built a booth scanner. We built a scanner where the arm sort of swings around the body. Like I think you see with Texel or some of those other ones right now are shape scale. We built a scanner where you would walk around the person and sort of like wand over them with a 3D camera and sort of reconstruct and stitch that together. The apparatus that we finally went with because there are flaws in, in, in either logistics or operations or supply chain for all of the other types of scanners out there was a scanner where we have three depth sensing cameras on an arm 
And then we have the consumer that stands on this platform with handles, which is actually very important from an accuracy perspective. And they just go ahead and click the handles and it spins them around very slowly um, in about 30, 35 seconds. And then from there, the system captures about 1200 different depth images. It stitches all of those together and then it automatically extracts about 380 measurements off of that body. You know, that's essentially what we've, what we've done. And to capture the data, um, we've deployed these systems into fitness centers, weight loss centers, uh, universities, hospitals, medical places, all over the world where people are essentially tracking body shape. So if you wanna look at plus size people, we've got hundreds of thousands of scans on plus size people. If you wanna look at petite people, we've got hundreds of thousands of scans. If you wanna look at pregnancies, we've got hundreds of thousands of scans. On I mean, tons and tons of data here. And then that, those are systems are deployed all over the world. So they're in 47 countries, all throughout Europe, all throughout obviously North America and South America, all throughout Asia, including China, Japan, Southeast Asia, wherever, Middle East as well. So we have a very, very good understanding of body types from the entirety of the world, uh, which is a really powerful set behind this. Yeah, and so that's where, you know, we know that AI is only as good as the data that it's fed. And so that's where this predict model can come in. So you have the scans that you've taken accurately from different bodies all over the world, as you mentioned. But now using AI, you can actually predict different sizes. Can you talk about that kind of different avenue, the predict avenue? Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's kind of funny. We have, I think, deployed over just, just about 1,500 scanners and captured about 600,000 3D body scans. And we capture a new scan every 45 seconds and place a new scanner every two days, right? So I, I think it's by far the largest data set. And I also think it's the largest set of distribution of scanners in the world. And we've only scanned 600,000 people, right? The world's got seven some odd billion people in it. So we thought long and hard and we sort of quickly understood that no matter how many scanners we deploy, we're never going to be able to bring the power of body scanning to the world just because it's limiting by hardware. And so... Over the course of time, we started understanding that we have the ability to predict body types through machine learning and, and AI. And so basically what we do is that we can ask the user a set of questions, your height, your weight, your age, and your gender. We can then pop up a couple of different body segments for people to sort of say, Leo, does this look like you? And we've, we've done all sorts of iterations on this. And then people will click on these different bodies and we'll sort of tease out subjectivity. This goes back into the prediction engine and we can predict out the measurements of their entire body as well as build avatars for them to over 96% accuracy. And this is something that's really, really unique from our prediction technology. Because BodyBlock AI is fully vertically integrated with Fit3D, we can actually offer the prediction technology back to Fit3D users and validate the predicted measurements with their validated scan measurements and understand the accuracy of the predictions. No other company on the face of the earth can do that, one. Secondly, no other company on the face of the earth has as much data as us to be able to do something like this, two. And all of the other prediction technologies out there are using you know, tens to maybe twenties of thousands of scans. We have, I think, 20 orders of magnitude more than that that's behind our AI engine, right? So really, really powerful stuff here that we've been able to build. Um, and the predictions are really the core of what's going on. Being able to predict those body measurements are just absolutely huge. It really brings the value of body scanning to everybody in the world.
then what do you hope to do with all this data and this software intelligence, this AI? What type of clients do you want to work with in the apparel space that can make use of this? I mean, we're already working with them, frankly, and we're just kind of growing out through business development now. But, you know, Roan Apparel is a great example. They integrated our body block prediction widget onto their site, and they're having their consumers go through predictions uh, when they pick their product, and then we recommend the size of that product to them, right? So that's really valuable. It's a really great thing for us. But more importantly, because we're predicting the body measurements, we now have a good understanding of the body measurements of the person that either buys or doesn't buy that garment. We also know who added it to their cart, how many items they added to the cart, what was the sort of increased conversion, increased lift in that. And then we have a good understanding of their returns. So you put all this together and now you're really starting to put the digitized human body into the middle of the entire ecosystem for apparel. So when we get those reports at the end of the month that we understand that the people buying this size clothing or this product or whatever it may be, you know, this doesn't actually fit them. We can then go back through there and help them with their size charts, help them with their pattern blocks and redesign it for the target customer that's going on. Again, this increases consumer satisfaction, it reduces returns, and ultimately it reduces waste. You know, we're working with a lot of direct-to-consumer brands already, and then we're also working with some very big players in the industry to help them with the exact same type of thing, right? To help them better design clothing, to help them take advantage of better sustainable processes and inventory management and distribution, and to help them distribute and sell to the appropriate body type. Make sure that the right body type gets the right size of clothing and the right fit and cut of that design. Um, so that's, you know, we're, we're really at the infancy right now and we're scaling this out as we, as we speak, frankly, uh, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about the recommendation features and this idea as a consumer that there's a higher chance that the garment that I'm going to get is going to work for me. But talk about this sustainability aspect of it as well. We've touched on it throughout the conversation, but just to really flesh it out for our audience that they understand, why does better fitting clothing mean a more sustainable fashion industry? Yeah, I I mean, I think that's the sort of hidden 800 pound gorilla in the room (laughs) is that you know, when Amazon came in and a lot of the e-commerce engines, they, they realized that returns were a thing, right? People expected free shipping and then they expected to buy multitudes of products in order to get over their, their confidence of size and fit. And then they would return whatever they didn't want. And so when you think about it, if you give the consumer confidence of a specific product and a specific garment and a specific size or a specific cut, you really sort of personalize their shopping experience to them. From that point, you give them the confidence where they don't need to buy two or three different sizes of the same garment to evaluate fit. Like you don't need to send out fit boxes of stuff to say like, all right, you're a large in my brand, even though I know you're a medium in some other brand. And so with that, you know, you're saving not only on wasted fabric cost that normally just gets trashed after some point in time if it doesn't get sold in a secondhand store, you're saving a ton of CO2 emissions. You're saving all sorts of logistics costs in the middle of that whole thing. And you just have a better customer experience, right? If I have a high level of confidence that I like the look of that product, and now I know that it's going to fit my body through these prediction and recommendation engines that BodyBlock AI has built, now you don't need to go buy multitudes of sizes and you just, you don't have to return as much stuff, right? It just, it saves the entirety of the environment, even from an emissions standpoint, from a fabric standpoint, from a from a profit and loss standpoint for brands, and you've increased the customer's satisfaction. 
Right. And in future, down the road, I imagine as mass customization and made-to-order clothing becomes more popular, then having this body data will be very valuable for producing clothes on demand. So rather than the kind of fast fashion model that we're living in right now, it could actually be that you're getting garments made to order once you order them and then they're made to fit your body as well. Is that an area that you're looking at as well? Absolutely. Right. You cannot do mass customization without having the body measurements as the underlying core. Like it can't happen because you don't know how to modify the pattern blocks from a one-to-one standpoint. That being said, right, when we're talking with a lot of these brands right now, mass customization is a really interesting concept and I don't think that a lot of people sort of understand how to integrate it into a logistics flow for a lot of big companies, right? And so what they're generally looking to do is to say, all right, here's our blocks, and we've increased the, you know, the, the successful fit of our blocks by working with BodyBlock AI, but there's still gonna be some people that we're just not gonna fit very well, right? They just have body type that don't fit into our blocks. And that's, I think, where mass customization, if we can get it to a price point that makes sense, is where we can really, really start to move the needle and start to integrate it into the, into the apparel process. Um, I mean, one of the anecdotal stories that we talk about is that you know, a lot of plus-size clothing for the past 20 years it really sort of is built to look like a pillowcase, right? It just sort of drapes on top of the body and there's no form fit to it at all. And I think we're starting to see a lot of brands pay a lot of attention to that, to that segment. One, because it's growing and it's very important, but two, because you want to create a better customer experience for all of your consumers. And that's a big piece of the consumer market, especially in, you know, in North America and places like Europe and Australia, um, as the plus size market continues to grow in numbers. So just to add on that also, the different abled bodies, right? So people who don't have the same limbs as the kind of like, quote unquote, normal body. This is a big conversation that we're seeing in the industry as well. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I think that's really important. You create a good customer experience for the entire consumer base, not just for the people that are average. And we now have the data to do that, right? I mean, whether you're a seven foot, 325 pound person, which I don't think exists, but let's say seven, three, like 160 pound person, which does exist and we have in the database, we can design clothing for them. Like we have them in our database. Or if it's the, you know, five foot one, 390 pound person that we have in our database, like We now have that data so we can start to optimize sort of the world around those people through garments. Um, And I think that's, that's not only really powerful, but it's very, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. So to bring it back to the consumer perspective once more, how do you think that BodyBlock AI will change the future of how we shop for clothing online? Our vision on that is that Right now, if you think about the e-commerce experience, right, you go to a brand and then you look through, you know, hundreds of different shirts or pants or whatever it may be, you pick one of them and then you try to guess your size. And with BodyBlock AI currently, right now, you can go to that brand, you can pick a product and you can have BodyBlock tell you your size, which is great. But think about if we knew your size going into the marketplace, right? And then everything served on that site, you already know it fits your body. So now you're just shopping for things like fabric, different trims, different colors, different outfits or garments. You're not shopping for size anymore because you already know that everything served to you fits your body. And even if you want to take it a step further is either in or not in inventory, right? So you can change the entire shopping experience to a personalized e-commerce experience if you can take a body first approach. 
And BodyBlock AI is the only company that can do that because we have the ability to give the brands the measurements to take that body first approach. Um, so that's sort of what we see, right? That's what we'd like to get to is just a more enhanced, just a better experience overall, um, especially as more and more traffic moves towards the e-commerce perspective. Yeah, it's definitely an important gap to fill. So Greg, I just have one final question for you before I let you go. How can people follow you and stay in touch? The best way to do that is to go to bodyblock.ai. So it's B-O-D-Y-B-L-O-C-K dot A-I. And we'll have all of our social handles and everything on there. But we've got, you know, our Twitter and Facebook and everything else. And then we've got some pretty big stories coming up in the news. So stay tuned because, you know, we're, we're pretty excited. We're moving the needle very, very quickly. A lot of the news is taking notice of that. So, um, yeah, lots of exciting things coming up, but but check out BodyBlock AI to, to follow our social handles and then we'll keep you updated from there. So, Greg, thank you so much for your time. I'm really looking forward to the future of online shopping with BodyBlock AI. Yeah, Amanda, thank you for your time as well. It was a fantastic experience speaking with you. That's it for my conversation with Greg Moore of Bodyblock AI. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation on the future of online shopping and artificial intelligence. Don't forget to check out what we have going up on YouTube. You can find us there by searching for Electric Runway. If you know someone who would be a great fit for our show, please reach out. I'm at Amanda Costco on Twitter, or you can email me Amanda at electricrunway.com. You can also leave us a message with your thoughts and comments on this or any other episode on Anchor. For fashion tech news, updates, and exclusive content, sign up for the Electric Runway newsletter. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.